welcome to Skullcrack, Ireland's first and foremost Magic the Gathering podcast, where we bring you all the news and all the latest tournament reports from the Irish Magic community this week. How's it going, lads? Very well, yeah. It's going. <laughs> so we're back again. Uh, my name is David, joined here by... I'm Kieran. And I'm Alan. Okay. Just so everybody knows us. <laughs> yeah. If you don't know us by now, you'll never know. <laughs> exactly. So, um, lots to talk about this week. Yeah, we're all just back from PPTQ for, for PT Kyoto. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a good tournament. Uh, Modern Masters spoilers are now complete. Mm-hmm. So our speculation last week, uh, I felt like we, we did okay, actually. On it, yeah, but, yeah, but yeah. Much, much to talk about there this week as well. Um, and what else happened? Um, not all that. It's just been kind of dominated by Modern Masters. Yeah, a lot of hype. Yeah, this yeah. is like the most excitement I've seen over a set in a long, long time. Yeah, like I wasn't playing when Modern when the first Modern Masters came out, but this seems kind of on that level. Yeah, of in terms of the value in the set, or possibly more actually. I think it's more. I saw on Reddit <coughs> made a thread saying so the boxes are two hundred and forty dollars or a p, and someone calculated I think that. There was there's something along the lines of three hundred and ninety dollars of value in a box. Holy god. my god! Yeah, <laughs> it's so a good EV. Yes, EV is insane. It looks great, and that's nuts. You also well, that will have to come down, no? Closer to the closer to the. Um... <clears throat> it could do, but I mean, the value is a lot of it is in just really staple, expensive cards. So yeah. like. Goyf, so low can go. Yeah, Goyf and Liliana, yeah, they're going to drop maybe, what, 25% or something like that? Yeah. They're going to go back up slowly, so I think that maybe is pretty close to uh, to a real evaluation of, yeah. of the value. Like, it might go down over the next year or so, but then it will slowly climb back up. Yeah, same with the fetches. Obviously, the yeah. fetch lands are a lot of the value in the set, and mm-hmm. those will just stay stable. They're going to be played forever, so... Yeah. Well, anyway, let's just kind of jump into it here. Um, so, first thing we're going to talk about is the kind of latest news, so... Biggest news of this week is the the full spoiler for Modern Masters Three, which is a complete reprint set the Wizards are doing, um, to increase supply for Modern and also as a as a draft focus set. So I suppose we'll talk about some of the spoilers and how we feel about them, and then we might also touch on uh, the draft environment and what we think of that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, Mythics. Goyf and Liliana, you mentioned Goyf. Third time being reprinted. Yeah, that was one for me that, and I think a lot of people felt this way when it was coming up to the. It was the second last day of spoilers yeah. that uh, that it got revealed, or the last day of sort of the premium spoilers before the full set. Yeah, got announced, and people just kind of assumed, yeah, we're not getting Tarmogoyf this time, but it's fine. The set is already yeah, yeah. And then just last day, they just go, no, you're getting Tarmogoyf. Actually, yeah, Tarmogoyf's in there too. Yeah, like once you got once you got fetches followed by damnation, it's like, well, no, they could just yeah, like they shit and it'll be fine. They kicked it off in amazing fashion. Like I think everybody, like everybody, kind of had a feeling that Snapcaster was being reprinted and that that was the art on the box, mm. and that it, like if they had started off on the first day with Snapcaster, people would have been like, "Oh, great, cool," but also it's been upshifted to Mythic, so people would have been complaining as well. Yeah. But then instead of doing that, they just came out of left field with things <laughs> that nobody thought that they were going to put in there: the five enemy fetches and and damnation. It it's just brilliant, like. It's, I just can't believe how much value is in the set. Yeah, so yeah. Mythics, we have Snapcaster, we have Tarmogoyf, Liliana of the Veil, Cavern of Souls, 
it's another yeah, absolute yeah, bullshit. Yeah, it's fantastic one. one yeah. mm-hmm. uh, Gristle Brand. Um, Darmy Raid, yeah, not the best, but I mean, yeah. you gotta have gotta have a couple of misses in there when you have mm-hmm. so many hits. Is it in, in Treat the Angels? Is that a mythic? I or hope a rare? So. I hope it's not a rare because it's an absolute nightmare. Yeah, it's a nuts card. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's a mythic. Um, Temporal Mastery, another one of the mythics. Yeah. Uh, Olivia Valdaron. Yeah, that was one of the last ones. Is there any other kind of junky mm-hmm. mythics? I don't think so, and even Olivia Valdaron is is sort of fine. I think that's like a ten dollar card. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's good. Past in Flames in there as well. Mm-hmm. Sweet new art. Oh, Crater Hoof. Is Crater Hoof? Crater Hoof, yeah. Crater Hoof is a mythic. mythic. Oh my god, there's so many yeah, good cards. I keep <laughs> There's so many good cards in this set. It's, it's better and better the more you think about it. Yeah. Stoic Angel as well, guys. Oh, oh yeah. my god, Stoic Angel. Alan's favourite card. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, not as good as Lightning Angel, in my opinion. Oh, what about Lightning Angel? Lightning Angel is a. Uh, it's like Jess Guy. It's, it's basically. Mantis Rider, yeah. but plus one generic mana, and it also has, it's 3-4 instead of 3-3. Three, three. Oh my god. And it's an angel. Yeah. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> you, can, you, can, you can tutor it up with a uh, Bruno. Yeah, you can. You can't tutor it up. You can get a graver, whatever. Yeah. It's, it's, it's all, <laughs> yeah. all, all, all these magic terms are based on like cards I never saw before, so yeah. people oh, yeah, say, yeah. oh, uh, Liliana, plus one to edict you. I was like, what? Yeah. What's yeah. an edict now? Yeah. Yeah, Jesus, minus two. I know so. I know. I, I like, as soon as soon as I said that, I'm like, I have no idea what Liliana Veil does. I'm gonna say the wrong number. Uh, Liliana is the. She just all her abilities are just frustrate you. Is yeah. basically what she does. Yeah, it's supposed yeah. to one discard a card, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. both players discard. Okay. Yeah. Um, let me just get the full set list up here so that we can have a look at some of the uh, the interesting cards. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. So while you're doing that, I was, I was gonna say. So you mentioned how say. The boxes cost whatever if it's two twenty and uh, two forty two forty yeah. and, and the value of the cards inside are on average going to be yeah. a lot more. So is it will it be? I think I'm under I'm under the impression maybe I'm wrong that it's like it's impossible for that to actually like sustain and be like that because I mean if people are still buying the cards for more than the value of the box yeah it can last for a while. It depends on the how limited the print run is yeah. is yeah. one part of it. Um, but the, I think they've said this is the largest print run they've done for a supplemental product. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and Modern Masters 2 had an enormous print run that I think a lot of people felt was too big, especially because the set didn't really have the value that the first one or, or that this one contains. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of shops were left holding a lot of Modern Masters 2 product for a long time because of that. But that just looks like it's not going to happen with this set. It just looks like... A huge thank you basically from wizards to to game stores basically because they're going to be making profit on every box that gets sold yeah yeah, no, yeah. and at that point with the gp it's as far as i can see it's that's pretty significant because it's like even if it was even if it was a printer one that was the same as previous modern box sets that had gps the fact that now there's like thousands of boxes that won't be opened <coughs> yeah they'll be out in circulation rather than yeah being open to the gp because yeah not only have you got like a huge sealed you know, turn into the GP, but also all the side people like buying packs and boxes mm-hmm. on the side. Exactly, yeah. And people and stuff. So I don't know how much of an effect it's going to have on some of these cards. Like, so, like Damnation, I presume is going to be a ten dollar rare uh, in a couple. Yeah, of because months. like there, it's not actually in huge demand at all. No, it yeah. was it was the supply that was heavily constricted, and now yeah. there's just going to be a flood a flood of uh, supply. The demand is going to stay roughly the same. Like people aren't playing, people aren't not playing Damnation because it's. Uh, Expensive, yeah. Because it's expensive, they're just playing it because it's not good enough for modern, yeah. essentially. And that's 
not going to change anytime yeah. soon. Yeah. Um, It'll be in every Black Commander deck. Yeah. yeah. But I, I feel it, it saw some fringe play in some decks, I think. It did. Like, John, John played it as a one of in the sideboard and stuff mm. like that, and there's probably sort of mono black control decks that played it there that yeah. are fringe. Yeah. Um, but I just feel like for stuff like Fetchlands, I feel like the market, the magic market, can just soak up almost infinite. Supply. supply. Yeah, like yeah. There, there's just endless demand for fetch lands. Uh, but uh, I think so much of the value being in the rare slot in this time around is is amazing because uh, the last time with Mother Masters two, you had you had to hit like two of the five good mythics to make the value back on your box. You had to get yeah. like mm-hmm. a Karn and whatever the other good mythics were. Tarmogoyf, yeah. yeah, Karn and Tarmogoyf. Like, yeah, um, the, the value will be a lot more evenly <coughs> distributed through these boxes because yeah. there's so many good rares. That's actually a great point. Um, someone was doing some number crunching on Reddit and they were like, I think it's um, the average box is like 93% to get at least one fetch and 66% to get two. That's great. So, uh, that's, that's great. Yeah. But then the other, the other thing is like, you know, like people get one fetch and they need the other four. Yeah, I think yeah. 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 So yeah, if you open a Tarmogoyf, you can't just you can't just put a one-off Tarmogoyf in a deck. You need three. You, you need three more. You need to sell your one Tarmogoyf. No, I'll just. I know what I'll do. I'll put a, my one Tarmogoyf in the deck and then I'll build it Abzan uh, or no John Delirium, and then I have four Traverse. Oh, brilliant! There we go. So now I have five. It's like five Tarmogoyfs. Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, Reed Duke in his in his uh, GP winning <coughs> Legacy Sultai Leovold list had a singleton Tarmogoyf. I believe it was his only two drop in the really? entire deck. <laughs> well. Yeah, he played uh, he played eight death, eight Deathrite Shamans, eight Noble Hierarchs, and then uh, a bunch of three drops. He skipped oh, the, well, skipped the two yeah, drop yeah, yeah, slot yeah. entirely, except for a single value Tarmogoyf. So <laughs> if you want to do it, that's the way to do it. <laughs> what like what? Where? <laughs> where have you come to that decision? You know. I don't know. I think he started with more, and he just started realizing like I'm playing a true name nemesis on turn two every time. Why do I yeah. want to cast a Tarmogoyf on turn two? Yeah, yeah. And then top decking a huge Tarmogoyf is better than maybe a, a top decking a, a, a really late true name nemesis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, that's what that, that's what I would wonder is did he start with four and pair down, or was he like making the deck and had an extra salt and just went, yeah, Tarmogoyf is only card. 59 yeah. cards. What's the best card in the game? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was, it's an interesting evolution. This is kind of a different topic, but it, but he started that list as a Bant list with Stoneforge Mystic and mm-hmm. uh, the, the equipment package. Then he added black for Leovold because people started realizing, oh, this card is absolutely yeah, bananas. And then he just cut... So he just went to Sultai. He just, he just, he just dropped the white. Um, so it's a, yeah, it's a strange evolution that list. But uh, but anyway, that's a, that's a good deck you can put your Tarmogoyf in that you open in your box. <laughs> yeah, your single Tarmogoyf. Or you want to buy the shop? Just pop in buy it. You can put your Liliana in there yeah. as well if you want. Yeah, yeah you could. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. So what other thing like in terms of rares? Other rares that are good like Goblin Guide. So that yeah. art was confirmed to be Goblin Guide. Yeah, Goblin Guide is excellent. It's twenty something dollars I think before it was reprinted, which um, was considering that Burn is supposed to be the budget, you know, yeah. easiest to get into modern deck, that's what I built when I got into modern, uh, having a $20 rare is is not great in that deck, so, so that's brilliant, that's getting reprinted. Um, Scavenging Ooze is in there, it's another, yeah. Yeah. that was recent, that was in uh, the Breed Lethality Commander deck uh, this year as well, so, and it was already under $10, but it's still... Yeah, that one's just kind of kind of at its price permanent well not permanently yeah. but like reduced long term now yeah I think Noble Hierarch is the only big 
big thing missing in terms of expensive mm -hmm. staple modern rares mm -hmm. that they didn't print. Yeah, there was some. There was another uh, another post I saw online that said that of the twenty five most expensive rares in modern rares slash mythics, the ten of them are the ten most expensive are in modern masters. That's amazing. Wow. Uh, Blood Moon is in the set as well. Blood Moon, Blood Moon is in the uh, set. Like I was about Voice of Resurgence. I'm just looking at the list here. Bonfire of the Damned, Linvala, which is original Linvala, which is for some reason very expensive. Yeah, I think it's a commander card. Maybe. Yeah, Sphinx's Rev. It's a great, great card. Yeah, yeah. Stony Silence is yeah, in there, isn't it? With Sweet um, New Art, yeah. Is Rest in Peace in there as well? No. No. No, no Rest in Peace. Um, yeah, it looks great. Like, Voice of Resurgence was, again, one of those late editions, uh, just on the last day, I believe. It was yeah. one of the last cards mm -hmm. to be spoiled before the full spoiler, and that's a great card. It sees sort of... It's, it's gone through periods of seeing, seeing heavy play. I don't think it sees all that much play at the moment, mm -hmm. but um, people aren't really playing the sort of fair, not uh, <coughs> uh, band type lists at the moment. Mm. But uh, it's a it's a great card, yeah. Um, then we have other stuff like Graft Digger's Cage, Pyromancer Ascension, uh, Basilisk Collar, Death Shadow, Blade Splicer, Gifts. Just it, it seems like Resto Angel. There's like a load of cards that like um. It it almost seems like they were like seeing into the future. Yeah. In the way they were printing yeah. them, because like this set must have been finalized. I don't know. I guess nine months to a year ago yeah and like it's only in the last I guess nine months that uh, Death Shadow has become like mental same with Basilisk Collar that's yeah like Basilisk Collar is just now yeah I mean it's it's all a little bit of play before mm. but, but not very much uh, and like but I I think it's just there's no other sort of card that has a similar effect basically yeah so and maybe it's maybe it's a popular commander card I'm not sure Possibly. But uh, there's going to be so few booster packs that you open where you're unhappy where you're rare in this set. Yeah. Like, and e even a lot of the um, a lot of the non kind of money rares are still ones that are like decent enough that you'd be happy enough. You're like, okay, I can put that in a commander deck, or it's nice to have it for maybe a casual deck or yep. something like that. Um, Don't forget the foils as well. You're getting so many. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like uh, spell pierces in this set. Like spell pierce foils were thirty dollars, I believe. Yeah. Before yeah. this, I, yeah, I actually. It's a common in the set as well. It's a common, yeah. Well, that doesn't affect how much you get it as a foil. Yeah, like, yeah that's true. But um, it's uh, because I think I traded one of those away when it was thirty. I couldn't believe how much it was. I just had one lying around because yeah. from just in a random box of Zendikar stuff. But uh, that's that's a second time foil printing. I'm not sure if there's any first time foils. In this set, there probably aren't. Uh, yeah, because it's focusing on on modern stuff. Yeah, so I, yeah. I don't think there would be any. Um, there's a new serum visions art, so like yeah, foils, foils of that will be will be worth a pretty mm -hmm. penny because people who like that art, yeah, you know, will just want them. And then yeah, the uncommon slot is is also pretty great because you have you have serum visions, you have path. Yeah, um, Inquisition of Kozilek back to back to uncommon after being rare in yeah. conspiracy. That was very strange. Very um, very weird. Yeah, yeah. No both this time. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. it seemed like they're going to finish that cycle of yeah, we, we, yeah. Like, like you know one man of each color. Wait, what's the one? What's what's the green one that they printed? Uh, they didn't print giant growth. Not giant growth. Might have all growth. Oh, yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's a yeah, great. Not that's a great cycle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like a ten. Ten dollar, ten more than that actually. It was like fifteen dollars or something uncommon. I think that's such a good reprint. Yeah, yeah. So that's knocked that down a good bit. Um, yeah, just just really great. So and also, uh, seance. Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> so poor guy. we can tell when they were making these decisions. Yeah, that that guy's uh, evil sort of 
Sato Kaiba S plan <laughs> yeah, yeah. to destroy all the copies <laughs> isn't gonna that work is, out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I like I'm try- I read Seans and I'm like, what what does this do? What's the it's sort of just like, a value card that isn't quite good enough, isn't it? That's kind of how I understand yeah, it. Yeah, like it brings a thing back, doesn't it? But then you then you have to sacrifice it again or something. Something like that, yeah. I think oh, it's well, undercosted, but it doesn't yeah, it, do that much. It just has cool flavor. But. I, it, it's one of those cards that, like, um, it's kind of like uh, Rally the Ancestors, where it like it looks terrible when it's printed, because yes. you're like, but well, you don't get the, the creatures don't get haste, what's the point of bringing them mm. back? Like, yeah. And then, uh, like, just a block, that's terrible. Um, but then some, you know, Gets, gets combined with some other card and just like oh yeah. oh my god so sounds at the beginning of each upkeep you may exile target creature card from your graveyard if you do create a token that's a copy of that card except it's a spirit in addition and exile at the beginning of the next end step so it, it has summoning sickness it has summoning sickness you yeah. get enter the battlefield triggers yeah, yeah. Uh, any crazy activated ability yeah, maybe, I guess. This yeah. is pretty good. I don't know. Maybe not real to get. I mean, so in the in sort of the the blue white uh, draft archetype is supposed to be blink. So presumably, yeah, that yeah, or, yeah, yeah, that, that yeah. works really well with yeah, that archetype. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Didn't think about that. That's really funny. Um, do you want to talk about the archetypes now? Yeah, if you want to go through them, because I I'm not too uh, yeah, not yeah. too up on what they're going to be. Yeah. Um. So I have a list here. So this is what uh, kind of development said. So the 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 set kind of has a multicolor matters theme or yeah. it's based on the multicolor from Return to Ravnica um, the amount of fixing in the set is unbelievable. yeah yeah, yeah, yeah loads of fix and all those uh, those mana rocks that they print as well they're really good yeah. just for people to pick up for a commander and they stuff. are great yeah. Yeah. they're all very playable so that we have all the guild gates at common yeah. the tri lands at uncommon yeah. and the signets at Cygnus. uncommon as well yeah. the amount of fixing is going to be brilliant really. yeah it's yeah. going to be like five colored value decks all around yeah. the place yeah. um, so basically the way they they, they worked it is uh the set is mainly built around the the five ally pairs, uh, with the possibility of going into um, shards. Yeah. If yeah. you if it if it happens. If you open to go that stoic that angel. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Here we go. I know Alan's gonna be forcing <laughs> forcing forcing band hoping to get <laughs> every single. I'm gonna be uh, forcing. Jund. Um, modern Jund. Yeah. You got, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Fairy justice is that a Jund card? Um, um, so yeah. Anyway, the. Um, the archetypes are white, blue, blink. So I'm in. Yeah, you got it. I've been <laughs> yeah. it every time. They have like uh, like momentary blink and mistraven are in the set. It's so in, yes, that's pretty sweet. Yeah. Um, blue, black, instant control. Yeah, sounds sweet, terrible. Yeah. And that'll be a splash. I feel like you'll always be playing yeah. another color. Yeah, yeah. Uh, black, red, unearth sacrifice. Seems okay. It's yeah. Is that good? There's no reanimation, is there? There's just sort of unearth. Spells. No, there's just unearth. But I think there's fair few sack outlets. Yeah. Um, and of... you're you're getting like good removal and stuff, I presume. Yeah, yeah. Terminate's not in this hat. It is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that's that's great. Yeah. With a uh, new art featuring Sun Titan getting terminated. Oh, well. sweet. <laughs> um, red green token go wide. Yep. Sounds Got like red this. green. All right. Yep. Yeah. Uh, uh, green white populate. So those are the five main. That'll be very fun. I, I feel yeah. like green white populate will yeah. be very good. There's like a load of instant token makers yeah. in the set yeah. as well. And so then the uh, the shards are Esper Control with creatures, Grixis Graveyard, Jund Sacrifice, Naya Token Aggro, and Bant Splicers. I like how they specifically <laughs> went for the splicers. You can get all the splicers, yeah. yeah. It's pretty sweet. Like the, the splicers are very, very good. They're very powerful. Like yeah. Blade Splicer is another good... Um, 
solid reprint like that that could go up because people play that in Jeskai all the time yep solid commander card as well mm -hmm. it's just really good value mm -hmm. so are you, are we going to be drafting this that much or I think I'm going to get a think? couple of drafts in at least I know I don't know how much product I'm going to be keeping at the end but mm. I think I'm going to be drafting a couple of people's boxes with them mm -hmm. at least and, uh, and just getting to, to experience the draft format because I haven't done either of the previous Modern Masters sets mm -hmm. but I got to draft Eternal Masters a few times and I had a lot of fun with that and I've heard that the original Modern Masters Wait. is much better than Eternal Masters mm -hmm. was as well. So mm -hmm. hopefully this lives up to that. I drafted uh, Modern Masters 2 once because it's expensive. And Very expensive. I did not really enjoy the draft all that much. Um, and Eternal Masters, I think I drafted twice. I did enjoy that a lot more. And one of them was the um, Rochester draft. So that was obviously yeah, really fun. Oh, that's great, yeah. 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 We we had two tables both simultaneously simultaneously open uh, the Jace Wine Sculptor at the same yeah, time. Yeah, the one of them was spoiled though. One of them was spoiled. So yeah, I keep, that's and, unreal. And I yeah, there was like <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Sorry, right, during the Rochester is like uh, you know you're not allowed to speak or communicate, and like the judges there saying draft, draft, draft. So it was really tense, and then there was like one table that just exploded with like contained excitement, <laughs> and then like <laughs> and then like immediately afterwards, like our table, the same thing happened as well. Yeah, yeah, and it was hilarious. Just for people who don't know what Rochester draft is, it's a it's a process where people draft the cards face up, um. So the whole pack is laid out, and uh, you're under time constraints. Judges tell you exactly when you have to draft, um. It's really really fun. It's just it's a kind fun. of like yeah. an alternate draft because it's full information, so you can tell what people are going for, um. And I drafted uh, a blue red flashback deck, and when the I just went all in from the start. And then that's when, the best archetype yeah, the yeah. So and then fun. when the Burning Vengeance was opened yeah. someone took it from me yeah. <laughs> which that's, is the problem yeah, he, like, had, the, he had one flashback spell in his deck <laughs> yeah he knew he knew what he was yeah, doing he knew it same that's guy it. he took my fourth um, uh, oh what's the 1-1 the one, one slider <laughs> yeah. oh, I, I had three of them I was going to go for the full value fourth uh, and then I think well I don't want to talk about misplays I made a year ago but I was I I, I let it. I, I I took a different white card. And I was thinking, oh well, no one else, no one else is going for the squadron hawk, you know. So it's gonna it's gonna wheel. Yeah. But of course, everyone knew that. You know, I was gonna get my fourth yeah, one. Yeah. So yeah. Was taken, oh well. man, if you'd had that chase, chase the mind sculptor too, you could have just been <laughs> cobbled and limited. So sweet. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh dear. But uh, but it is very expensive. Um, it's kind of it's a double edged sword with this format because these formats because they're designed to be draft and they're designed for sort of. Uh, uh, enfranchised players mm. the draft formats tend to be more complex which means that you'd like to get more drafts in and really get good at them and understand the intricacies but yeah, when it costs yeah, like, when it costs 30 euro a draft most people just can't do that so yeah, it's really yeah. unfortunate to be honest and it seems like it's, it seems to be so deep as well that it seems our, our impressions of what the archetypes are at the moment they could change significantly based on how much we drafted yeah. yeah and it's the fact that that will never happen is kind of sad yeah as people get used to the format uh, it could just be like you know, everyone it can be four colors if they want to every draft yeah. because of all the fixing and stuff yeah. like that, um, which can lead to a good or a bad draft format depending. Yeah. But yeah, it's just it, I feel like they did it well with Conspiracy too. I thought that was so that's a multiplayer format, but that was very fun to draft. And yes, yeah. They had value cards in there like this. Obviously, <clears throat> it's nowhere near as, as valuable as, as Modern Masters Three was. Mm -hmm. um, but. I would like to see maybe more supplemental sets going forward with standard booster pricing, just to uh, yeah, so so more people could enjoy these sort of like 
really well tailored draft experiences. Yeah, that would be nice. Or even like even if they knocked it down a little bit back to the back to the price of the original Modern Masters. Was that like seven quid or something? I think it was seven ninety nine. Yeah. And now it's nine ninety nine is the yeah. is the RRB on these ones. Yeah, and they're gonna be selling for I know our local store is selling them for eleven euro a yeah, booster. Yeah. So But it's still two forty a box, so it's fine yeah. like no, I mean, I think it's a very reasonable price. Like, yeah, to be honest. yeah, like, yeah, uh, like if this was a limited print run, like Modern Masters one was, no one would be selling these boxes for two hundred and forty quid. No yeah. one would be selling these boosters mm-hmm. for RP. So, that uh, that is a good thing at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they definitely seem like it. Definitely seems like Wizards this time got the message from Modern Masters two and somewhat Eternal Masters. People were happy enough with Eternal Masters, but there's still a lot of. Yeah. Variants like if you don't open like a Force of Will or a Jace, you're pretty pretty upset. Like yeah, there was Wasteland yeah. too. Yeah. Oh yeah, Waste, Wasteland, yeah. Wasteland and Caracas and stuff like that. Yeah. But uh, but, but it then was there was still, other stuff was, like it um, was very top heavy though. Yeah. But a, a lot of a lot of um, Eternal Masters, um, the value was in the foils because there was a lot of first time foils. Yeah. In that set, um, like Foil. I I opened an Argothian Enchantress foil, which was pretty sweet. That's great. Um, but then, like, even that went down quite a bit because it's not a whole lot of demand for those cards. But, like... Yeah. But, I mean, that, that set had foil Brainstorm, which was yeah, yeah. only the second foil Brainstorm printing mm-hmm. ever. Um, and, yeah, a bunch of other foils that were great. Yeah, there was a lot of sweet foil uncommons. Yeah, and even just normal uncommons, like um, Cabal Therapy was in there at Uncommon, yeah. Chain Lining was in there at Uncommon. That's mm-hmm. a five or six euro card. Yeah. There, there were... I guess it, the value is definitely better spread than Modern Masters mm-hmm. 2, but it was still... You were still pretty reliant on getting a good mm-hmm. mythic or two. What were those? What's those other cards? I forgot the name of them. It's like a red and a blue instant. Cosplay, oh, uh, uh, Pyroblast and Hydroblast. Yeah, that's the one. Pyroblast yeah, yeah. and Hydroblast. Yeah, they were in there as well. Um, yeah, so I'm looking looking forward to drafting Modern Master Seventeen. Maybe I'm taking advantage of the fact that yeah. Modern Staples are going to be cheaper for a while. Like it, like loads of like I I was basically building towards Jeskai Nahiri. And I was like, well, if I if I have Jeskai Nahiri and I have those kind of like the key, the core um, spells from that, like Serum Visions, Path, Bolt, um, then a few of the counter spells like Cryptic, etc. Um, then I'll have like a solid base for Jeskai decks in general. So I was like, oh, I could build, build towards uh, Storm maybe. I could build towards uh, Pyromancer Ascension deck. And now they've just reprinted all those other cards yeah, as well. So like Gifts, that. Pyromancer Ascension... They'll, they'll all be really cheap for me to get. Yeah. So now I'll just be able to play like three modern decks at once. It's brilliant. Great. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's so good. Yeah. It's, it's made me kind of want to start building Jeskai decks as well. Yeah. Because, mainly because I've been having fun playing the Sahili combo. And, <laughs> yeah. and now I've seen some lists uh, basically <laughs> yeah. playing it as sort of a bootleg splinter twin in modern. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, I want to play that. Not quite yeah. as good, but still. Yeah. Wait, Definitely not the, quite as good. Well, hold on. It has an, its okay. advantages though. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, it has to be with Felidar Guardian though. You can't, you can't sub... Uh, so in what's his name the other the other guy who uh, used to be this winter Exarch. Exarch. No, Exarch. It ha- no it has to be Felgar Guardian yeah uh, or the one off Sun Titan the spicy Sun oh, Titan yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sun Titan <laughs> yeah. so it's Sun Titan if you can get uh, one one Sahili in play and one in your graveyard or two in your graveyard and play a Sun Titan you get infinite Sun Titans oh wow so that's even better than infinite cats. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's the same, but it's better. <laughs> it's also better. It's yeah. Really yeah. Better. And, uh, and yeah. you get to you get to play sort of value cards uh, like Snapcaster and Wall of Omens and stuff yeah. in the deck, 
and you get to to copy them with Sahili, and it's let, less committal than putting a Splinter Twin on one of those cards. Yeah, totally yeah. Because absolutely. then yeah. you've lost your copy of Splinter Twin, mm. whereas with Sahili, she's not doing anything else anyway, and if you can make her stick around and, yeah. and get val- value and draw cards and stuff mm-hmm. like that, it, it's uh, it's pretty mm-hmm. sweet. Yeah, like I the, 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 the coolest innovations uh, in Standard involving Sahili and Felder Guardian are like when people started playing with the Oaths yeah, like in the yeah. four color version of the Nissa, or in the mm-hmm. Jeskai version, people have out the Jace or the Chandra, um, and just other like sweet value people like Rogue Refiner or Blinken, other planeswalkers like Chandra or Nahiri. Yeah, when you just have those other plays available, that's just so sweet. It um, feels really yeah, good. It gives you yeah. choices, yeah, which, which yeah. is so important. Then you're if you're you know up against the wall, yeah, you're like, well, you know, <laughs> I can't go for my narrow combo, but I can do this, yeah, yeah. Value yeah. and come back. So in modern, people are playing PN Kieran Nalar in the deck. Which is that's sweet. Well, yeah, yeah, very sweet card to blink. I feel like it's expensive at four mana, but I guess it's fine as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And yeah, people are playing Wall of Omens, and obviously you got yeah, your Snapcasters and your your suite of uh, of instants and sorceries to mm-hmm. to play with that. So like, yeah, I'm just very interested in that deck now. And whereas before, I would have been like, yeah, no way am I buying into this. Mm-hmm. Now I'm just like, this is very doable. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, basically, I could probably get there with my standard trades. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah, find people yeah, to, yeah. to trade with. So. It's a, I just think it's brilliant for getting new players into modern. Um, yeah, if there is a new format, if, if a Frontier-like format does get announced in the next year or two, people might feel a bit stung by buying into modern now. But yeah. modern, modern will still be yeah, around after that. So Yeah, a lot of people were kind of mentioning that this is like, oh, this is the blowout, this is the final sale, mm. fire sale on modern. Yeah, like, yeah. We're getting rid of it next time, so, you know, this is the last, yeah, yeah. last the hurrah, hurrah. But like... <laughs> I feel like modern is probably more popular now than ever. Like it is. People yeah. are very high on the format. Like after it was so bad with Eldrazi, um, and then the bans happened, and then since then it's just been like nicely ticking along. Yeah. Um, and people have been really happy with it. Like, like I yeah. don't hear a lot of people complaining about modern. Definitely. Yeah. Um, the, yeah, the type of players who play it, they they like it. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, shall we move on? Yeah. To we our shall. tournament report uh-huh. for the week. Tournament. Okay, so we all literally just came back from a PPTQ. Yep. Um, PPTQ Kyoto, as you mentioned earlier. Um, <laughs> so none of us top eight. <laughs> We're all no, very sad. Uh, um, I was, yeah, I was the farthest furthest away from top eighting. Uh, you guys, you guys played well. I feel like yeah. you know a couple of close things had come down differently. You guys could have uh, could have been in the top eight pretty easily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I ended up tenth. Um, yeah, I, I don't know where I ended up, but I was I was in a rare position where I was. You were in your winning in for top eight. Yeah, yeah I was. Yeah, I was, I was three. Yeah, I, I was. I was say, I don't know, two two going into. Yeah, two 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 going into round five. Yeah. Uh, very rarely, uh, in a tournament that size, would three two let you get into top eight. My, I just had really good tiebreakers, and I was in a position where I was paired up for round five, mm-hmm. and I was like, it, it was almost like I had a second chance to because I, I was also um, playing to get in top eight for round four. For mm-hmm. round four, I was like, it was like. You know, it was a match that would have put me in the top eight so I had like two chances and I bottled both of them <laughs> it was okay so I learned from mistakes I made I think I did so yeah. we just quickly say it's what funny. decks we played yes yep so I was on uh, Jeskai Nih- uh, Sahili not Nahiri uh, <laughs> Nahiri was in the deck I made yeah, like, okay. I can call it that Fair enough. Uh, I went 0-3 drop it was, a, it was an absolute disaster <laughs> I, uh, I, made a, I, made a, I made a couple of big choices with my deck list looking at, at the most recent lists a choice I wanted to make 
uh, anyway, and then it was reinforced by seeing that that uh, whatever the last top eight Jeskai Sahili list, I believe it was from the SCG mm-hmm. last weekend, had put three negates main board, and uh, that was something I'd been thinking anyway, and I decided to go along with it. Yeah. I just figured it's it's really good against the the bigger Mardu list, yeah. uh, Mardu Ballista, which we'll be talking about. Um, it's 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 just good in general. I was like, uh, I knew there'd be a decent amount of emerge. I knew, uh, not to spoil, but both of you guys were on <laughs> yeah, yeah, emerge decks, yeah. and and I thought there'd be at least a, a a good few extra emerge decks. I knew people were playing Team or Tower, which three negate is really good against. I just yes. thought like this is a brilliant choice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it just didn't work out for me at all. Oh, there was okay. there was always a dead negate in my hand. I was basically mulliganing uh, to six uh, every time on seven with it, um, and then once I lost. The first two rounds, I was uh, I was in the O2 bracket, and I, I was playing against a mono-black servo aggro deck, where that's when I really felt the three negates being... Uh, oh, God, yeah. 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 Horrendous, yeah. So it was... Uh, I, I think it was actually a good choice, and uh, I was happy with the deck configuration, but uh, it didn't pay off. Yeah, with a slightly different matchups, a slightly different meta, Yeah, it would have ended up great. Yeah, and I, not even slightly different meta, just matchups, really, because... Yeah. You, you didn't really play... Did you play against any of the Mardu Ballista decks? Uh, I played against Keen in round one, who was on oh, okay, vehicles, yeah. but he wasn't on a, a he wasn't sort on the of... bigger version, he was on the smaller one. He was, he was kind of... I think it was sort of semi Mid, his own brew. He kind okay, of had yeah. an interesting take on it. He was playing Sky Sovereign, okay, which, which yeah. I haven't seen anyone else play. That, that, that's main. a nice target uh, for me. I, I don't know. I think it was in the side, maybe. I'm not sure. Yeah. But, uh, but I died that's very... a good target. Yeah. yeah, it was a good target for him to get with the... With Nahiri's ultimate as well, which oh, was yeah. also like, yes, which I didn't see coming. I thought I was, yeah. I thought I had another turn basically to survive, and then yeah. he just got that with the minus eight and uh, crewed it up and killed me in the air. And I went, uh, <laughs> yeah, okay, well, <laughs> that's the end of that. Anyway, so Wolf, what were you on? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Blue red emerge. Yeah. So yeah, just after um, last week on the the teamer down of Altera, I just didn't think it was going to be a good choice for this weekend with all the um, kind of big murder decks, and then. Uh, black green can be really tough. You're really dependent on getting removal for, like, their first two plays. Yeah. So like, yeah. it's just sometimes when you're playing a control deck in standard that your your draws just don't match up in any way to what's going on, uh, on the board. And like I knew this anyway, but I still like to play control decks when I can. Um, that it's just much better to um to be presenting the, the clock and and asking the questions rather than trying yeah. to answer them. I feel like. Emerge does that in a really interesting way mm. where it can race the fast decks and it gives the control matchups a very hard time in interacting with it. Yeah. Um, because, like, if you're on the play and you get your first cathartic reunion off uh, when they don't have two mana yet to negate it, mm-hmm. you're off to the races already. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, even, um, well, yeah, I, I played it because I feel that the deck has no bad matchups, basically. That yeah. everything is at least even. And control decks are almost a bite. Yeah, um, I think you just destroy them. They're, yeah, 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 you just knock yeah. down. Yeah. Like, I, like in the in my last round, I played against a blue red uh, Dynavolt, uh, Dynavolt Tower control deck, and like he he was in the in game three, he was on the play, and I had like Theric reunion and stuff in hand, and I had a fever visions as well. And on turn two, I could have either um, like passed, uh, or I think I could have done something. Uh, at end step 
but I just decided to I, I felt like he had him a gate because mm. he, he, he was kind of leaning forward he was really confident <laughs> in what he was doing yeah, yeah. He and, uh, yeah, and I was just like I had a, a fear of visions in hand and I was like I think I'm going to go for a cathartic reunion here because it's so tempting to negate a cathartic reunion on turn two yeah, after and you get no yeah. value from it and then if he doesn't have another one in hand for the fear revisions I win the game basically yeah. Yeah. so I went for it and he negated it and I and I still had stuff in my graveyard that I was happy to discard which is interesting yeah. with that mm. deck and then on turn three I went for the fear revisions and like he just looked at his hand and just went <sighs> yeah that's the greatest sound yeah. here yeah. and then like two turns later he just scooped like we yeah. didn't even yeah. nearly yeah. like he wasn't dead at all <laughs> but you know, he, in ten he, turns he would yeah. be. <laughs> he was dead. He was still walking, but he was yeah, dead. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He was good. Yeah. The card, the yeah, card yeah. is 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 unbeatable. Like if you're a slow control deck uh, that just can't get those cards out of your hand, you're just going to die to it. Yeah. Um, if you play a planeswalker, your planeswalker is going to die to it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't. Yeah. I don't think they. They. I don't think they even have uh, blue red. Even has like a, a way to deal with a resolved enchantment. Is that right to say? Brutal um, expulsion would bounce it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. And then counter it. But uh, yeah, I think it's it's. Oh no, it, that one doesn't even work. It's it's spell or creature. It's spell, it? yeah, it is. Yeah, well, yeah, you can bounce on the stack. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, um, no, I don't think there is any way to do it to yeah. get rid of it. No. Yeah, it's pretty interesting that like obviously it was. Oh, I got it. Imprisoned in the moon. Tap it for mana all day. No, no, Imprisoned in the Moon is creature or planeswalker, no? Or is it per- not permanent? No, it's you're permanent, isn't yeah, it? Not non permanent. Yeah, 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 I, yeah. yeah. I think it is. Otherwise, you could do it to a land and get some shenanigans. Not yeah. spreading seeds. <laughs> yeah, well, basically, it. you have to you have to race. If you're if you're in a control deck, you have to race. Yeah, yeah. The fever visions. So yeah, I played against uh, those that mono black servos. Second round, I played against blue black control. That was again good matchup for me. Uh, third round I played against um, vehicles uh, th- this was more the small vehicle list um, in the second game he, he, he 2-0'd me in the second game he had a draw with two transgressed the mind so that just kind of oh, basically yeah. just, like he took yeah, yeah. advanced ditchwing and um, Chandra but I think I made a misplay because I I um, uh, yeah, I, I definitely made a misplay. I don't think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I lightning axed uh, a creature of his. Don't remember specifically what it was, but I discarded prized amalgam instead of advanced stitchwing. Yeah. Don't so do yeah, don't do that. Always <laughs> yeah. discard the stitchwing first because yeah, you can yeah. discard the amalgam to the stitchwing. Yes. Um, so then it would have been in my graveyard. But I think ultimately it wouldn't have mattered. It was a cool mm-hmm. game though because I got to use release the gremlins and I was kind of somewhat racing them and I like I was able to attack in the air at one point. Um, for six, and then I, I had one gremlin back to block to save me from lethal, and then he, he had a license integration, so that was it. But I think yeah. if I had another turn, but if, if he hadn't had a removal spell there, I think he would have either had to stop attacking or attack me and die. Right. So right. it came down to the wire, kind of. Right. Um, yeah, I played against Green Black, lost that. Should be a fairly yeah, good matchup for me, but yeah, yeah um, I mulled to six in game two and three. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, and then final round, uh, blue red control yeah, again. Dominated. Relatively easy matchup yeah, yeah, yeah. For, for that deck. Um. So yeah, it was a good tournament. I mm-hmm. I felt like I, um, my sideboarding was good. Um, yeah. Yeah. What about you? Al? Uh. Yeah. I also played blue red emerge. Um, <laughs> so uh, yeah. I yeah. So I um I I've been playing for with, with this deck you know, through this season and I've been making lots of changes to the sideboard. Um. So yeah, I think so. I suppose going into the tournament, what I was really aware of was how 
like I typically, I typically always take out fee provisions against Marty vehicles because you know mm-hmm. we don't want to be given an aggressive deck those yeah. cards. Was ever since the GP last week, you know, the Marty vehicles, as we're saying, you know, are getting bigger. So I was also, uh, you know, we we had a discussion before the tournament of like, you know, how how do you know which version of the deck you're playing before mm-hmm. uh, in game one? So how do you yeah. know which way the sideboard yeah. is? If you sideboard, inc- I think Reduke had an article this morning. But, but in general, if you uh, if you sideboard incorrectly against those decks, yeah, uh, you will just get dominated. Like if you take out your fever provisions and then they slam down uh, up next list, you know, there, there's no way you can come back. No, because, no, way. yeah, because with these with these um, with this emerge strategy, uh, you run out, you run out of cards so quickly, uh, so you can't really survive into the late game unless you have fever provisions out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so you need to race or you need fever provisions to hold the deck. Together. Yeah, that's really yeah. it. Yeah, that's what it comes down to. Exactly. Yeah, because yeah. um, you often find yourself in a situation where you've run out of cards. And maybe they were able to kill your Stitchwing Scabs a couple of times or your your switchings, mm. whatever. And then you're like, well, I have to, I can't bring it back for two turns now. Yeah, they have to draw and twice. Yeah, yeah. And, and your top deck, and if, if one of those two draws is your LDP, and you're like, oh, yeah. well, looks yeah. like it's going to be three turns now. Yeah, because you, you, you never want to discard the DP. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it, it's it's pretty tough to be in that situation. So uh, I'll go through matches first. Was actually first was against Jun Energy. Out there, all really close games. And um, I think it was in game three. I. I had like two fire tempers in my hand, and yeah, I think he, I think he missed a, I, I think he didn't have any, any play for turn two, so he's a little bit behind, on the, he's you know further behind on the board than he usually be, mm-hmm. and I was thinking, you know, what, I think even though his deck was really aggressive, he had uh, the three four elephants, mm-hmm. the one drop, the three four one drop, green belt rampage, yeah. Yeah. so yeah, he had like he, he's, he was getting lots of those out, so I was thinking typically there's no way I can start racing this, but I think it's and I'm, in that moment I was like I'm pretty sure it's correct too. So I yeah fire tempered his face and that kind of like his reaction to that was like oh really because he had a, he had a I think he had a two two that I could have killed yeah um but I went for his face instead so mm-hmm. that was like you know made him sit up and like all right looks like looks like we're gonna start racing <laughs> yeah uh, yeah and then, then, we, then we ended up racing and it was like you know fire tempered his face fire tempered his face and swinging in the air and uh, that's what close that came in so that was that was a cool game sweet it was a uh, black green which we said. Yeah, Black Green is our... Yeah, we, we both played against We both, we both lost. Oh, we both lost. We both yeah. lost, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, it was and, a good player. And yeah. Kev, yeah, Kev, yeah. Kev's a good player. Yeah. And uh, he was speaking to me afterwards and he said he played against Blue Red Emerge three really? times and he won against it every single time. That's, yeah, that's, that, that, that says a lot about him, I suppose. It's yeah. funny because I know he was staying with uh, with Alex Ball this weekend Yeah. and Alex was helping him out, apparently, he, he told me this, and was giving him sideboard notes, mm-hmm. uh, writing sideboard notes for him. Mm. And apparently it got to the point where they got to blue red control and Alex said, I'm not even going to bother giving you a sideboard guide because it's so bad, you're just going to lose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, just accept it. You know. don't, don't, don't spend spaces for matchups you're going to lose anyway. Exactly. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I, I played all the games really well. I yeah. did manage to kill, I think I killed three creatures with Inheri's Wrath, yeah. um, which sweet. one of them was an 8-8 Gear Hulk. So eight damage to oh three creatures. That's was, <laughs> <laughs> pretty disgusting. Did you discard your whole hand? Yeah, uh, actually, it was really interesting. So, yeah, I... I I mean, here's Rathos appears in the sideboards of these decks. I, I never liked it because, yeah, you're, no matter what happens, you're going to be down cards. Yeah. But yeah. when you have your visions out to fuel you, it's like you're happy to discard your hand. Yeah. You're just going to draw it again. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think I had, I think probably like in turn two or something, I had like, near his wrath, but it was a whole load of land. And I was like, this is, don't, this, obviously, that's not going to do anything. So I had to wait until I you know, drew into spells with an actual converted mana cost. Mm. And then by the time, but I think by the time he would have had me the next turn, it was like, <laughs> I had like two prize <laughs> magums and a category and I was like, usually the right play would be the category and, and, and throw the two magums away, but I think I have to discard just throw all these cards at his board, <laughs> the wipe the board and uh, survive turn. I ended up I ended up winning that match. That was that was really interesting. Oh. Um then uh, in game three I was yeah, same, yeah. same kind of thing happened in game three, but I lost. Uh, 
but that was yeah, that was green black then. Um, yeah, so like I mentioned, the two different Mardu decks. So, yeah, uh, in the third round, I was against a yeah, I was against a fast Mardu deck. So mm. I identified pretty early in game one that this was the faster version. So I I, re I like I said, I really don't like taking people reasons out, but I was like, I think I have to take it out here. So I took them out, and then like you know, the removal that we have is like lightning, like lightning axe. So mm -hmm. you're if you're just gonna try and remove their threats, you're gonna fall behind, mm -hmm. especially making like crack loose and do stuff. So I was I was reluctant to take it out, but I ended up I I, we, I ended up just playing probably the only kind of fair game of Magic where there's no graveyard bullshit, there's no emerging and stuff. It was just uh, you know smashing creatures and shooter and removing and and, mm -hmm. and keeping stuff up, and it ended up being both of them were really close games and really yeah really kind of fun games with no. No wombo combos, just mm -hmm. removal and dudes. Um, Sweet, yeah. Yeah, so I was happy with that then. Yeah, I played against uh, Green White Tokens, which I I had not I, I have not played against Green White Tokens at all in this uh, in this uh, season, and I had no idea how to work against it. Yeah, that's a deck that I constantly wonder why why it doesn't show up. Mm. Yeah, I I think the deck has d like so Smuggler's Copter held it back, and now Heart of Karen does hold it back as well. Mm. But I still just feel like the strategy is. Well, I think you can just play hard to Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you have like eight planeswalkers, so. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. I I think that deck is uh is underplayed. Yeah, yeah. 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 he went. It definitely be a tier one deck if people played it more. Yeah, I yeah. I think it needs to be, it needs to be cracked. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But there obviously is a reason why people choose not to at the top level. Yeah, but I. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I assume people have tested it yeah, against, mm. against it. Because yeah. It's actually, yeah, it's pretty good against Blue Raider Merge because uh, a lot of our interactions are happening on their turn and they got Lambo Pass Pacifists, which uh, will, will flip a lot mm. when yeah. we're not doing anything on our turn. Um, but yeah, like, uh, yeah, he, he played like Hard Karen, Card Hard Karen, turn two, and turn three, Nissa, mm. plus Nissa, then take one away from Nissa to swing with the Hard with yeah. 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 Karen. So mm -hmm. yeah, it seemed yeah, really solid. So. And with Gideon, yeah. you can. This yeah. happens in the Mardu deck as well, but you can play Gideon on turn four, plus him, use him to crew the Heart of Karen to attack with it, and then you can take the counter away to block and defend your Gideon. Yeah. Oh, yeah! yeah. turn if you need to. <laughs> That's pretty yeah. amazing. And yeah. he still ends up on four as if you'd made a 2 2, <laughs> yeah. except for you got in for four damage. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah, so that was, that was, uh, that was the yeah, round four. I lost that, then I lost to the bigger Mardu deck, uh, round mm -hmm. five, and that was. Um, yeah, that, that was where yeah, I decided to leave the provisions in. I was glad I did, and they're, yeah, they're close games, but if there's something I learned from that matchup was they always have a license situation. Especially when you have a few provisions out there. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. They're more yeah. likely to have anything, I suppose. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so, like, so many times it was, just, uh, it was like that for lethal, the, the last three points. Yeah, I was, watching, I was watching you play that match, and um, I was watching from the side of the murder vehicles player, and yeah. I was just like... Looking at you, thinking you know you don't know it yet. Yeah, yeah, very, very exactly. Yeah, I, I think that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's yeah. so that so that's our deck of the week. If we want to move on to it, is yeah, uh, yeah. the bigger Mardu list. Yep, uh, Mardu Ballista. People are calling it. Mm -hmm. Although I'm not really sure if that uh, describes the deck. Yeah, I'd rather call it like Big Mardu or something. Or yeah, Mar big, Mardu Planeswalkers. Yeah, yeah, Mardu Planeswalkers. I think it almost. I suppose it's only really Mardu Planeswalkers post board. Yeah. Um, well, no, they they have like Chandra in the main. Yeah, they have Chandra and Gideon. Chandra and Gideon. Yeah. Oh, so they're playing like six planeswalkers. Yeah, but then then they tend to have like more, maybe more Chandra. I'm not sure. Or yeah, Nahiri and Nahiri, obviously yeah. Mixlis in the yeah. board. Yeah. Yeah, and Oldstone as well. Right? Yeah. So Oldstein it's well. it it almost creates a gambit because you can't sideboard against vehicles and and a deck that's gonna have 
ten planeswalkers in it yeah. the same way. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to just guess which which option they're going to go with because even if they have those walkers in the site, they might just stay slightly yeah, more aggressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then if you bring in your negates and you bring in your like slower cards, your grindier cards, you're just going to lose even harder. Yeah. So it just it creates like a really interesting rock mm. paper scissors dynamic in terms of sideboarding. You have to guess what they're going to do. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and the deck is just so solid. People kind of figured this out maybe a month ago. Uh, initially, or a month and a half. Well, I guess at the Pro Tour, in the top eight, uh, people maybe had a, had a couple Fumigates or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And that was kind of the beginning of people realizing, oh, this <laughs> deck doesn't have to be an aggro deck. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't mm-hmm. even really have to be a mid-range deck. This can be yeah. a control deck. Yeah, because yeah. like, yeah. the cards are all just great. Yeah. Like, it's... it's it's like the blue-white flash of last season in that it's just playing all the best cards. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so you don't really have to worry too much about being committed to a strategy because your cards are just so much better than everyone else's. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of the way it goes. And I think it's it's a fair deck. It's really solid. Uh, and you can run people over with it. I just think that Wizards never really considered the fact that uh, people would make a Mardu yeah. vehicles yeah. archetype. And they just always thought, oh, it's going to be red-white. There's several. There's several things. So yeah, I think or that's, or red black, another type, yeah. another slightly different deck, like a red black mm. aggro, like we saw yeah a while ago. You know, with like Bowman Carrier and stuff, and they thought that they were going to be separate decks, but there is somewhere in the middle, yeah, which yeah. is what Mardu Vehicles is now, and the big Mardu Vehicles thing is now, which is just much better than both of those. It's much better. I I think one of the main issues with that in development is the rotation change meant mm-hmm. that they, I don't think, realized that Gideon yeah. and Hardikirin would be legal at the same time in standard. Well, no, but Gideon would, right. only, would only rotate oh, in Amon Kett. Oh, okay. But still, there'd only be three months of it. There'd only be yeah. three months, I guess, yeah. but, so, well, that means they must have... Yeah. Must have, well, maybe not must have seen it, because we, we kind of know how, how <laughs> yeah. <that's> <laughs> But, yeah, it's... The cards are just are just so unbelievably yeah. strong. Yeah, just every um, card in the deck is very, very high quality, basically. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and... It, and yeah, I think it was like I suppose going back in time a little bit, like when the first, you know, the first um, pro tour or probably the first uh, open weekend of Kaladesh, it was mm-hmm. yeah, it was uh, red white vehicles was you know was pretty yep. ubiquitous, and then yeah. for a while then it became ubiquitous. But then I think am I right in saying that people just start putting in concealed courtyards, splashing black just for scrappy scroungers? Yeah, and, and that, yeah, was, that, that was, was uh, and a license to yeah, as yeah. well. Yeah, but so even like, I think a lot of them didn't have like four unlicensed integration at no. the start. I think it was like two, maybe yeah. three. Yeah. Uh, and they're running like harness lightning as their main removal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's become clear that a licensed disintegration is just insane. It's just bonkers, yeah. Like, like some of the blue red control decks are splashing into Grixis just so they can play that card. Yeah, and, well. and when you're when you are a control deck, when you're a torrential gearhook deck, yeah, you're actually extremely scared to play your torrential gearhook because that could lose you the game. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Yeah, they, exactly. could, they could kill it and bolt it. They have a target. Yeah, yeah. Um, the card, the card is great. Like people realized that card was going to be very mm. good when it was spoiled initially. Yeah. Uh, it's just like you know, terminate with a lightning bolt tacked onto it. Yeah. Um, but people play it like just as more expensive terminate. People play it when they're not going to reliably get the three damage. Yeah. You quite know? often. Yeah. Because it's basically just an easier to cast murder. Yeah. Which sounds mm. unintuitive at first. Yeah. But if you're playing a three color deck, you much prefer to have access to your red mana and your black mana rather than have to commit to something that gives you double black mana. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it essentially is easier to cast. Yeah, like yeah, no, no. like in the Grixis Dynavolt list, until, you know, past turn six, it's yeah. just murder. Yeah. Because you're probably not going to be able to take a turn off to play the tower and obviously you don't have a you don't have your gear hook and they're the only two yeah. artifacts in the deck. 
So it's just murder until then. Yeah, and people. But it, but it people, is sweet to flash back with Gear Up. Yeah. yeah, and people were very happy to put murder in their decks. Yeah, uh, yeah. last season. Yeah. Or, you know, so yeah. or before Kaladesh. Yeah. Yeah, and then on the, on the other hand, with this, like, I see a lot of people who would, they, they avoid cracking your blue. They, they keep your blue on the board. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. they'll yeah. leave man open and not crack it, just to keep that yeah. card back there. It's for the, for the tool craft exemplar as well. Yeah. 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 Crew, your yeah. hard to carry yeah. and stuff like that. And then being able to bring back Scrap Heap Scrounger at instant speed and then unlicensed integration yeah. can also be huge. Yeah. yeah. Scrap Heap Scrounger, like, that isn't a, like, neither of these cards are a new story and that they're, they're both obviously absolutely excellent. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think, Scrap Heap Scrounger, I don't think they realised how good that card was. No, I don't think so. Um, yeah, so we have the down, like, obviously the downside is you're exiling the creature for your graveyard, but that's, that, like, always just feels so irrelevant. Well, the downside, the other downside is it can't block. Uh, well, of yeah. course. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's a bigger downside. Yeah, Especially if it could block. I, I think yeah. in terms of, like, oh, it's just going to, for all intents purposes, it's just going to come back every turn. Yeah, yeah. And especially when you're playing things like Toolcraft Exemplar yeah. and Thraven Inspector, yeah. that you're just like, well, they're just going to die in the course of the game, and if they get a couple of damage through, I'm happy. Yeah. yeah. And but then they just fuel for your for your scavenger yeah. every time. It's amazing. Like I was very happy today when someone had to exile a scavenger to another yeah. scavenger. Yeah. I felt like okay, I'm halfway there. <laughs> there <is>. Yeah. <laughs> I have no way to get rid of this one. Yeah. In my deck, but uh, you know, it's not too bad. Huh? Yeah. Maybe people should be playing more incendiary flows now, but at the same time, it's like. So bad, yeah, like uh, sorcery speed is very, yeah, very bad. So moment. yeah, it's a sorcery which is bad. It also means you can't flash it back with Gear Hulk. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so control decks don't want it. Yeah, uh, like well, t- Team or Tower plays two copies purely for Scrounger. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's like yeah. I, I was playing um, Brutal Expulsion. Yeah, um, yeah. Brutal Expulsion. Yeah, yeah. Right. Bounce, you ever bounce Gideon attacking it because when it's a creature, yeah. it bends it back to their hand yeah. and then uh, and then yeah, Exile Scrounger and Exile Scrounger yeah that's so pretty sweet play yeah. people were discussing Flaying Tendrils recently as well and people have played it on and off yeah. but the card is probably just a little too weak mm-hmm. to be a real option mm-hmm. yeah uh, because it exiles obviously yeah, but, yeah. 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 True, yeah. but double black three mana is tough what about just card just came to my mind um Complete disregard. Could that be a good card? In there? I remember it. No, because I was going to run that. And you said, no, it's an instant. Yeah, it's an instant. I, I, I think, I think um, people used to run it in the side, you know, just as a target for, or as, as a way of getting a helicopter. I remember I had a yeah. I asked you, oh, you're running complete disregard yeah. in the second. You know what you said? Alan, you should completely disregard that. <laughs> <laughs> so now I stand by that advice. <laughs> what is, what, what's the limit? Is it um, convert mana cost? Three. Three. Yeah. three. Uh, I think it's power, power three. Yeah. Power three. Power three. three. Okay. okay, now I can't kill Hardicare and you no, can't play that. Yeah, did did you copter over Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, no, out, it's out the window. There's no yeah. way. <laughs> I mean, if you kill like a tool craft exemplar with it, you feel really sad as well. Yeah. So yeah, because like sometimes like oh, I killed I killed a tree too, but it was a one drop. No, like I was uh, I was going to the extent of playing stasis snare over immolating glare in my deck for a while just to deal with stranger, yeah. but it was just too it was just too much mana. I went back to the immolating glare. Yeah. yeah. And it feels bad. <laughs> there is a, there needs to be a cleaner answer to scrap heap stranger. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like right. people are playing horribly awry. Uh, which Wolf yeah. was an early champion of, mm-hmm. uh, primarily because of Scrap Heap Scranger. Yeah, yeah. And I think someone, I think it was maybe PV said it in an article recently that like it's ridiculous that Scrap Heap Scranger is just such an all star, and the answer you have to play is so narrow. Yeah, absolutely. to beat it. Yeah, the the yeah the answers in standard at the moment are very narrow. Yeah. So yeah, that's the murder list today. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I feel like because we, we, we should mention uh, you. You mentioned earlier about how to recognize which is which. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, just maybe let's let's talk yeah. about that for two minutes before we finish. Yeah, like, I, it, there's a few things. I think if they, you know, if they pay an oath, 
Was that the one? Or I think or the better one. Yeah, I don't know if they play oats before pre-board. Do they? Yeah. I don't think so. But it's all it's all about the base clans. So I think. Yeah. Um, I I, I this this was the impression I got from looking at the last few lists, but yeah. Uh, well, I'm pretty. I saw a few of these lists don't play any. A few of the bigger, bigger ones don't play any mountains. <coughs> okay. Um, or even like either no mountains or one mountain. Yeah. But they play multiple swamps. Yeah. Yeah. And like I think like we mentioned earlier that you know the the earliest uh Mardu list the earliest aggressive Mardu list just had four conceivable courtyard, courtyards. Yeah. They very rarely ran swamps. Yeah. So now yeah. these play multiple swamps. Okay. Yeah. So I, I think you can almost so if they could be playing very aggressively game one, yeah. which will make you think. But if you see the mana base is. Yeah, yeah if you don't see red mana until a few yeah. turns in or something like that, or yeah, you see yeah. a lot of swamps, like more than one swamp. Yeah, it's yeah, almost like maybe. a black white yeah. deck now. Yeah, yeah, it is, yeah. Now, you're not that's like you're not always gonna see that either, like that is no. still kind of yeah, inconsistent, of course, yeah. but it'll give you a little bit of an edge. Yeah. Main board, I'm not really sure what otherwise, because at this point probably both, probably both of the versions are playing Ballista, I would think. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, I I was thinking that it it was like if you see a veteran motorist. That's, yes, that's the aggressive version. Yeah. yeah, that's a good um, point. Um, and then the ballista maybe is the bigger one, yeah. but again, yeah, the ballista you they might have in the in the aggressive version as well. Yeah, because yeah. that card again is just is great. Fair yeah, I suppose. Yeah, actually, yeah, I suppose I mentioned it. I feel like it's been so long since I ever I ever saw uh, better motors. Um, yeah, you don't see it much. Yeah, you, you don't see yeah, inventors yeah. apprentice at all even anymore. No. Yeah, it's, that's yeah. even gone. Like. That's yeah, funny, yeah, yeah, like a just two, for higher value plays, like a, like that's how ridiculously good the cards are in Mardu that a two three for one isn't good enough. <laughs> yeah, for the I, I thought it's actually hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think the main thing is it doesn't crew hard to cure. Yes, yeah, exactly. that's what I thought. Yeah, so like every creature in the deck except for Thraven Inspector crews hard to cure, yeah. and Thraven Inspector turns on makes cool your other stuff. Exemplar. Yeah, that, yeah that's, that, it, that's the only reason why it's there. It's, it's yeah. it draws you card and it, it synergizes so well with the other stuff. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, exiled from your graveyard. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just fodder. Yeah. yeah, and if it ever gets uh, removal spell points out of your delight, I know. Yeah, <laughs> it feels so bad to do that. Yeah. Oh, good. Um. So that's. I think we're gonna wrap it up with that for this week. Yeah, um, sounds good. Uh, just want to say because we forgot to last week. Just yes. a big thank you to uh, Barry Cannon for composing our theme music. Uh, we're gonna have his info in the show notes. His Twitter, his SoundCloud. Uh, possibly his YouTube I'm not sure about that but he's a great musician uh, he's a guitarist and composer uh, working in Dublin so thanks very much for, uh, for doing music for us yeah really thankful for that because it's a really cool theme and yeah. he whipped it up in like yeah. such a short amount of time I, it was I, just like yeah. we said oh here's a, thing, here's a couple of things we like and then it was like two hours later not even two hours later it was a very short time later you just like were like Oh yeah, he did this. Yeah, I, yeah. That, that sounds great. <laughs> uh, it was amazing. Yeah, yeah I, I, I love it. it. Yeah, under, under two hours later, he took the suggestions on board, just got yeah. back to me with the music, and then you know made sure he, oh, he okayed it with us and sent me a final mix again yeah. Yeah. the same day. It was it was just so sweet, brilliant. so sweet, very efficient. So a uh, big thank you. Uh, he yeah. doesn't play magic, so he'll probably never listen to this. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but thanks very much, Brian. <laughs> <Yeah>. oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay. Um, any anything that we need to mention for next week? Yeah, just we'll, we'll be back next week. Yeah. We'll be back next week. I won't be talking about Sahili Ray anymore. Probably, I think I'm off. Oh yeah, yeah, we have. Oh, yeah. oh no, we don't have bands coming this this week. It's the one. No, after. but uh, but I think that's me done now. Just, okay. Uh, the people you don't want to try four color. No, I, I really like the Jeskai deck, uh, and I don't think I'd enjoy the four color deck as much. But I think okay. I'm just gonna I'm gonna go back to to a nice rock deck. I think okay. I think I'm gonna play the, the old style Delirium Black Green with Liliana mm-hmm. and with mm-hmm. Grim is kind of what I want. I want to go back yeah, to, that's, that's, back to my comfort zone. Sounds good against yeah. the Ardu. Yes, best Ardu deck. Yeah. Okay, sweet. Thanks for listening. Okay. Bye bye. Bye guys. <laughs>